and welcome back to another episode of Always Be Thinking, a podcast designed to make you think. In this episode, we're going to explore the idea of making your marketing automation productive. And before I lose anyone in the crowd that says I'm not a marketer, therefore this isn't relevant for me, I would encourage you to listen all the way to the end. Because even if the topic is not one that is immediately relevant to you or your business, I would suggest the principles contained herein are worthwhile and something for you to consider. When we talk about making marketing automation productive, what I think... I I hear a lot that I typically like to look into the future of MarTech and what the future is going to look like, what tech we're going to have available to us and what we're going to be able to do as marketers, Uh, how we can take advantage of the advancements in technology, whether it be blockchain or the Internet of Things or the idea of digital marketing in different mediums. There's an insurmountable number of of challenges we must face before we can begin to even start to look at those things. And yet, I tend to always focus on the future. I tend to look that way. And I think sometimes, maybe to my detriment, and sometimes those around me will suggest that I'm thinking too much about those future items and not focus enough on today. And so, this post, this blog, this episode of always be thinking is to help you and to help me think back a little bit about how far we've come with marketing automation and what our goals are and where we're going. If we look first at the goals of marketing automation, when we think back to when marketing automation first began, there was the concept that there was a problem that needed to be solved. So if you're not a marketer, here's your first key point that's important. You may not be looking at marketing as your field. But whatever the field, if you're trying to solve a problem, you're in a similar situation. You see, with marketing automation, the solution was to a problem of an overabundance, proliferation of personal relationships and trying to maintain those across a a growing number of of media outlets, uh, particularly email. communication, but really all digital digital forms of communication. And so the, the goal of the early days of marketing automation was actually rather simple. To try to make marketers' lives easier by automating that communication and trying to encourage the day-to-day relationship nurturing um, automatically while still feeling personal, right? You don't want to lose the personal touch of marketing. And that's a real key point is The idea that what marketing automation's goal was, was really to simplify the tasks of the marketer while still maintaining a personal feel so that the customer, the contact, didn't feel like they were getting a bulk form spam message, right? Like you would get in your your snail mail inbox when you open it up and there's yet another postcard from some random shop that's trying to sell you something and they don't know who you are. That was the the idea of what was to be avoided with marketing automation. So if we look back, now that we know what the goal was, if we look back at the past of marketing automation, what we find is that the first marketing automation tools were rather weak and unimpressive. They didn't necessarily solve all of the problem, but that's not necessarily a terrible thing. Uh, They were solving some part of the problem. And I think that's another 
key takeaway for those of you that are listening that are not marketers, um, you don't have to solve the entire problem to actually have a very viable solution. One thing, especially in startup life, so startup listeners, pay attention, this is just for you. It's very easy to get caught up in the idea that the solution you have to create has to solve everyone's problems. In startup in particular, this becomes so, so almost a, a maniacal focus of startups to try to be everything to everyone. Part of that stems from a good place. You're trying to establish yourself in a market. You're trying to throw things at the wall and see what sticks. But that doesn't necessarily convey to trying to create the Swiss Army knife of solutions. An MVP, your minimum viable product, the least effect, the least amount of work that can be done to accomplish the most effective outcome. That point, that product is what you should ship with. Okay, let's let's just step back off of the startup mentality, startup soapbox for a bit. I get caught up in there all the time. And we're talking about market animation in the past in market animation. It didn't do everything, but it did do some things. And so it solved some problems. Uh, really what we saw, if we look at that practically, what it did was it actually simplified the process for a marketer to send a lot of emails to a lot of people. And then it kind of went one step further in the marketing automation history. And they said, you know what? We can actually personalize that, quote unquote. Those are absolute air quotes around that personalization. We can personalize it by making some sort of mail merge functionality. Because remember, this is in the days of the office aficionados where we know how to mail merge. We actually merge all of our envelope mailings through mail merge. And so now we're using automated marketing to email mail merge. It's the same concept, but in a different environment. And so that's where we got the concept originally for this automation. That was what the history of market automation looked like was we're just bulk sending emails and we're merging in people's names and calling it personalized. So let's step forward now into marketing automation present. If we try to narrow down what market automation is, which is extremely hard to do, Scott Brinker, Chief Martech, talks about the Martech landscape, and every year it just seems to just grow by leaps and bounds into something larger and bigger and more convoluted and twisted and hard to understand. Um, but what we see is that there's a, a mass proliferation of tools in marketing automation um, because it's being defined as a space. And if we try to define what market automation is today, I think the easiest and best way to say it is that market automation automates the sending of a multitude of messages across a wide number of unique channels to a growing database of potential customers, all while making each message personalized and relevant based on the comprehensive digital online profile of each individual. That is a mouthful. So I apologize, that is a super long sentence, but there's a couple of key points that I'd like to draw out to you. First of all, we've expanded the definition from previously. In the past, it was sending a multitude of messages. Now we're talking about sending a multitude of messages across a wide number of unique channels because we have social and we have other forms of digital. We have mobile, we've got push notifications, we've got web notifications. There's more and more every day, different channels by which we can reach an audience. So we've had to add that into our definition of marketing automation. Secondly, when we look at making things personal,
personalized, we actually have to take that one step further than simply merging in their name. We need to make it personal in the aspect that we are basing the messages we send on their profile as an individual. This means usually we're talking about web tracking, where we're actually seeing what pages they visit, uh, what links they click on, how long they stay on a page, what is interesting to them. And then we tailor the emails or the messages, because again, it's not just emails anymore, to their personal tastes based on their profile. That has come a long way from market automation of the past. But unfortunately, Unfortunately, that concept of marketing automation is what the tool provides today. It's not necessarily what the marketers are using today. So even though we have these incredibly powerful marketing automation tools today, and some far more robust than others, Modic in particular, an incredible example of a very full-featured marketing automation platform, personal plug, I think I'm allowed to do that. The vast majority of marketers are not taking full advantage of all these features yet. So if we are looking at the marketing automation present, practically speaking, what this means is that much of marketing automation has not yet evolved beyond that mass email sending of yesterday. So even though the tools have continued to expand and grow as technology has improved through history to today, the marketer's use of those tools has not necessarily grown at the same pace. And I think this tends to point to a couple of things. First of all, the marketer's not really keeping up to speed. And that could be either a lack of training, lack of education, or the flip side is that it's possible the tools have become more complex instead of easier to use and harder to understand rather than easier and more intuitive. Either way, regardless of the reasoning behind it, the result is that marketing automation implementation today is not really living up to the potential of what the tools make available. And all of that leads us to a very interesting dilemma because now we're in marketing automation present. And as I shared in the beginning, I personally tend to drift and look and focus on marketing automation future. Where are we going? And how do we get there more effectively? And what is available to us in the future that we can do better than we are doing today? What tools will be there in the future from a technology perspective that we can implement into a marketer's life to still accomplish the same goal? And I think part of that is, is that we have lost the idea of what that goal is. We've lost the focus on making the marketer's life simpler and making it less complicated and making it easier and better for the marketer to manage those relationships in an effective way. And instead we get into this glut of more and more tools and let's just add another marketing tool into our MarTech stack and we just throw in something else to the mix, which ends up making the marketer's life harder. If you think about it now, what we do is we have marketers that are trying to manage not one marketing automation tool, not three or four, but in some cases, dozens of different marketing tools in an effort to do their job. That's doing the exact opposite of why we created these marketing automation tools to begin with. So I think the very first thing as we look at the marketing automation future is we really need to double down on understanding and learning and improving our use of marketing automation tools as marketers. 
And now, sidestep for those of you that are bearing through all this marketing automation talk and have no idea what I'm talking about or don't care about marketing automation in particular, but you're more focused on building your product, building your company, uh, you're in startup life, or maybe you're just in another business. The idea here is that when you look at the future of where you want your product to go in its next iteration, it's incredibly important that you first begin by evaluating where your user base is at today. What do your customers do with your product today? It's impossible to make an effective future product if you're going to lose your user base every single time. It's incredibly important that your customers understand how to use your software, improve their lives as a result of that software, and are prepared and educated enough to accept what you're doing next with the software. So, regardless of the actual industry, we all need to double down on understanding, learning, and improving how our customers use our product. Once we can do that, we are more free to explore what comes next. But, and you knew I was going to have to come back to this. It, this doesn't mean that we limit our thinking about the future. I'm not going to stop thinking about where we're going to be because I believe that Modic and what we're building is creating the future of MarTech. We are the future of MarTech. And so my point is merely that we have an obligation to our co community and to our customers, our contacts, our users and marketers around the world that we do so in the right way. I'm still going to talk in the future about the market automation improvements, the ways in which we believe MarTech will be done better and differently in the days, weeks, months, years to come. And I am confident that Modic is going to get you there in the best way possible. I'm also extremely excited to share some news later this week about things we're doing today to help marketing automation today, to help people and marketers do better today. So if you're interested in that, I'd encourage you to stay tuned. Regardless, thank you for joining me on this episode of Always Be Thinking, a podcast designed to make you think. I'm DB, and I look forward to talking with you again soon.